Um, wow. Uh, it's good. Well, I tell you what, I'm, I'm loaded, so you better watch out today. I'm, uh, do you know, um, in my heart, I feel like, you know, uh, coming to know the truth of who God is. And, um, you know, like, I like church services, but I really like it when uh, we come to a knowledge of who God is. I mean, we can come to church and just worship and stuff like that. I think I was talking to a couple people this morning about worship, and you can sing a song, but then there's a time you can come to worship. I mean, just exalt who he is in us. And then to recognize that he's bigger than any situation that we face. Any situation. doesn't matter what it is. Any situation. But it's coming to that knowledge of who he is. Um, I was listening to a, a CD early this morning, which I probably shouldn't have, because it's, it stirred me so much, but it was talking about spontaneity in um, spontaneity. Well, <laughs> see, there's the trouble. <laughs> Two definitions. Uh, spontaneity, uh, spontaneity. It depends on whether you live in Louisiana or in Michigan. <laughs> the pastor that I was listening to is in Louisiana. Is it the same? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, the cool thing is, is that, you know, um, basically we come aware of who he is so that when, uh, and remember I've been talking to you about, you know, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. And it's basically that. And um, I know a lot of you are familiar with that because I, I let you just talk during the service and I like it. But, um, you know, to come to that place where um, we have a knowledge of the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit in us and that um, we want all of what he wants to give us. And it's coming to the place where, you know, I want to abandon everything that I am for him. And um, I, I know that sometimes it's really difficult because of what we walk through and everything, but... Um, I'm, I want to exalt who he is this morning. I want to invite him in and say, Lord Jesus, come. Father, you know each one of us. You uh, know all of our circumstances. Um, down to the bone marrow, he says, to the joints and marrow. You know, he, he knows who you are. And uh, to come and expect that God is going to minister to you this morning what you need. Uh, not what Bob wants to give you, but what, what God wants to do for you. So let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your awesome presence, Father. And we invite you, Lord Jesus, now come. Father, come. Be exalted in this place, Father. Lord Jesus, uh, I know that some of us have a job like this here, pastoring, but Father, we want to get past that. Father, um, glor be glorified in who you are. And Father, we want to lift up your name. In Jesus' name, amen. I was just telling Wandy in the back when we were um, praying. Sorry, no, I shortened you. You shortened me? Yeah, go ahead. 
I like this. Look at it. I don't got to stand on my tippy toes. You can shorten me. <laughs> that was a good one. And But the Lord woke me up this morning, and I don't know. I'm just full of it today. Usually I'm full of it every day, but today's been really, I'm just hyper. But he just, when I was doing the, my devotions and stuff today, he said, you know what, Bill, I want you to bring them today. I'm the chain breaker. He can break any chain or any burden that you are carrying today if you allow him to. And so that was from the Lord. So now, and then what's so cool, my song, the first song is Chain Breaker. So let's all stand and sing loud because I'm going to sing loud today and I don't have a very good voice. So. Um, good morning, Candy. Yeah, um, the announcements t uh, tomorrow, let's see, tomorrow is Monday, right? Tomorrow night, 6.30, 6 o'clock, is it 6.30 or 6? Six? 6 o'clock, the women's Bible study. Um, they've been having a lot of fun. We invite you to come if you're not busy. Good morning. Um, so we're just uh, inviting you to a women's Bible study Wednesday at 6.30, is our uh, evening prayer and a little bit of a Bible study. Um, I've been trying to challenge everybody that comes here that without prayer, without believing God for the changes that are going to happen here, it won't happen. Prayer is a foundation to what God can do. Um, and I, I want you to keep something else in prayer. At the end of April, we're going to be having, we're calling it the Spring Renewal and Awakening. That's what I said, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Spring of... Oh, there you go, semantics. And uh, we're having Doug, and I can't remember his last name. Do you remember it? Rudama. Rudama. <laughs> if I did that, I'd get away with it. <laughs> Um, and it's going to be the last weekend of uh, April, 28th, 29th, and the 30th. It's going to be a Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday morning, and Sunday night. Um, I'm, I'm expecting that we're going to do some really big things. If you've got time, uh, like the end of March, the 1st of April, um, I'm going to do some door-to-door -door stuff, pass out information about the, re the renewal, and... Um, also, just, you know, we're open. If we can share Jesus with people when we go door to door, it'd be awesome, wouldn't it? So um, pray, and uh, if you feel like you're led, come on with me. I'd, I'd love to have you. If we can have our ushers come forward at this time, we'll receive your tithes and offerings.
This morning, I felt like the Lord, actually after Sunday last week, gave me something that I felt was really important for every one of us here. It was forming a battle plan. Um, there was a couple weeks ago, Gary was talking, and the first, almost the first thing out of his mouth was, we're in a war. And how many of you know that we are in a war? Like, uh, if you're born again, if you know Christ, um, we was talking to Buddy earlier, you ever see those, those cartoons where the devil's sitting on one side and the angel on the other? And they're trying to go ahead and determine who's going to win. And um, there's sometimes just coming to that place where you uh, recognize it. You have some type of a battle plan, you know, that uh, to defeat the enemy in our lives. Um, is there anybody, anybody here in the Army at all? Anybody? Okay. Um, when I, I was there, too, um, I, the first three months that you're in, they call it basic training. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> and um, I'm not sure I was the best in the world because that I was so 17 so that they had to sort of reel me in a little bit. But um, they taught you how to go ahead and do exercises and get you sort of in shape so that you could go through the regimens of whatever they had to do. You know, like, um, I think it was in basic that I had to actually crawl underneath the barbed wire and they would shoot their machine guns over top of it. Now, I don't think it was real bullets, but it, was, it might have been just blanks. But it scared you because you didn't know. And uh, so we crawled through that and... Uh, it, you know, like in the movies, they showed you th the mud underneath it, but there was no mud. It was just sand. So I was thankful for that. <laughs> but um, we had to crawl through all that, and it was, it was in preparation um, and learning how to sort of work together. Um, you know, like they taught you how to march. Um, what's that? Uh, the Salvation Army. <laughs> you know, yeah, I know it's an organization, but um, we are the Salvation Army. <laughs> Come on. It's exciting. Discipline is really important, isn't it? I, I, didn't, I don't, probably didn't need it. They could probably hear me. Well, that's all right. Um, I got a boss over there about the... Well, you got a boss? <laughs> yeah. I you do, too. His name is Jesus. Is, uh, I do, too. Jesus. And then, but here, you know, with the... Um, what uh, happens is we oh, want to hear everybody what they have to say. Well, um, anyway, the root, word, the root word in disciple is discipline. And... Uh, that's why the Army does all of this training for discipline. And it's the same thing with Christians. We must be disciplined to serve Amen. and to bow down to the Lord Jesus Christ. And not only that, when someone's feet is real dirty, we're servants. Amen. We have to wash them. Amen. Amen. Um, I'll turn this off so that we're not getting a double whammy here. Um, 
you know what? The basic training was basically to work you out of, although I, I didn't have too much of a problem obeying or being obedient because my dad was, um, <laughs> you know, get out of bed, you're going to work with me, even uh, seven or eight years old. After basic training, there was another three months we went, and it was called advanced training. Did you go through that, Jim? Yeah, advanced training. And that's where you learn how to fire weapons and, um, you know, again, to learn how to work with one another, to protect one another, you know, and whatever uh, we was going to go into. Um, and it also sort of... Um, <laughs> I'm not going to go into all that, but it just gets you prepared so that you're willing to sort of um, watch the back of the, of the soldier that you're, you're um, involved with. If you're going out, you know, that you watch each other's back. Um, you know, if we see something, we go like this here and everybody gets down because it, <laughs> there might be something that's going to be in trouble. So it's sort of watching each other's back, praying. For me, it's like praying for one another. Um, just uh, learning how to go ahead and bring us to the place that we become all of the body of Christ. Um, do you know, part of my, my real thought was all of us believe who Jesus is, but there's preparations that we have to go through. Um, and it's not just coming to church on Sunday. You know, um, you know, I've been telling you the struggles I've had with, um, you know, I love to play solitaire. I really do. But, you know, there's sometimes I'll go up there and I'll play a couple of games and, and then the Lord will speak to me. He says, Bob, I want you to get, put this down and get in the Word or pray. It's, it's preparation. Um, and it's important because that, you know, when I stand up here, I don't want you to hear necessarily Bob. I want you to hear God's heart for you and in preparation for who you are and what you're going to come up against. Um, remember that illustration I gave you, the devil on one side, the angel on the other. You know, like um, it says, a thief comes not, but to still kill and destroy. 24-7, he's there. He wants to, to discourage you, turn you away from the things that God has prepared for you. On the other part, you know, God says, um, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And how much that is, is really important for us to come to that understanding in the bad times. How many of you gone through bad times? I have. And there's sometimes those bad times get you a little bit grumbly and, God, where are you? The discipline is, is that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop looking at the problem and get my eyes on the answer. And, and the answer is not necessarily I'm going to work more, I'm going to uh, do some other stuff more. Sometimes it's, it's doing this. Lord Jesus, help. That's an answer. That's a way that God can go ahead and uh, come in in a way that we can never expect him to. It's our surrender to God. That's the battle plan. Um, when, uh, I, I'm going to go to uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 20. 
probably everybody knows the story of Jehoshaphat. Um, I'll put it back over here. If you want to say something, hold it. Raise your hand, but hold it. Then I'm going to give this microphone so that we get you recorded. Isn't that fun? Especially you, Sky. And I told her she's really quiet, and I need to pick on her more to get her talk more, right? Is that what you said, buddy? Okay. All right. Um, do you know what was um, really cool about Second Chronicles 20? I'm going to go... 19, I'm going to just tell you a little bit of story before that. Um, Jehoshaphat and the king of Israel, I can't remember his name, was uh, going to go into battle. Um, Jehoshaphat was over Judah, and the other king was over Israel. And so the, the guy that was um, the king over Israel knew sort of like what the battle plan was of the enemy. Get the king. You destroy the king, and he's going down. So what he said was, Jehoshaphat, you go ahead and you put on the helmet, or you know, the, the robe and all those other things. Good morning. We're glad you're here. Oh, good, I'm glad you're coming up here because that, you know, that gives me a chance to pick on you a little bit more. And this is really laid back, too. Hi, how you doing? Good. I'm Bob. Rachel, Rachel glad to meet you. What's your name? Glad to meet you. And you are? Emily. And Derek? My hearing is really bad. Eric? Derek. Skyler. Woo. You know what? I'm going to get a hearing aid just so that, because you're so important to me. How are you doing this morning? Hi, I'm Bob. Glad to meet you. And, you know, he called ahead of time and said I had to pick on you a little bit more. Is that what he said? Is that what you said? Pick on. Is this mom? Mother-in-law. Okay. You don't mind if I just pick on him a little bit, right? Um, I'm glad you're here. We're talking about the battle plan. You know, how... Uh, God begins to prepare us for uh, the things that we, we get into in this world. Um, if you're born again, you have an enemy. Yep. He's going to come after you. Yep. But we also have a defender, and Jesus is the defender. You know what's really cool about that is um, how many of you know the story of what happened to Jesus? He crucified, was buried. What happened? Rose again. Now, what happened was when he rose again, he totally destroyed the power of the enemy. That same power that destroyed that enemy dwells in you. Isn't that cool? It should give us goosebumps. You know, to come to that place where we realize that we're not standing alone. Jehoshaphat, I'm telling the story of, we're in Second Chronicles chapter 20. I'm talking about 19 right now. We're just getting ready to go into 20. What happened was um, um, the Israel king 
he disguised himself so that he wouldn't look like a king. But he made Jehoshaphat wear all the robes and other things, so he stood out. And uh, so when they went into battle, the, uh, the enemy king says to the soldiers, I want you to destroy the king of Israel. And so <laughs> Jehoshaphat's wearing the robes and everything. He looks like the king. They're getting ready to attack him. And um, Jehoshaphat looks around. And he's going, oh, my God. Lord, help me. Guess what happened? God helped him. Um, the enemies saw that it was not the king of Israel, and so they, they turned away from him. You, you know what? That's, I know it's, 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 a, it's an old story, but you wanted it's a new story. It's exactly what God intends for us to do, to come to that place where we yell out, Lord Jesus, help me. He said, call upon my name, and I'll hear you. I'll answer you. So it's like God heard Jehoshaphat. Chapter 20. Those, uh, those big armies came up against Judah, and they wanted to defeat him. And um, there was a prophet. They called him a seer in, in chapter 20, but... It wasn't really a seer. He was actually a prophet of God. And he went to Jehoshaphat and said, you know, there are some things that are wrong here. During that time, what happened was uh, Judah and Israel turned their back on God and they were held, you know, um, idols up in the mountains and everything that they was worshiping. And Jehoshaphat, though, when he took over, started tearing some of that stuff down because his heart was towards God. So the prophet comes up and he says, um, Jehoshaphat, there's some things that are really wrong. But he says, I see some good things in you. <laughs> What's your first name again? Ellen? I see some good things in you. God is for you. God is for you. So what happens is... Um, the prophet says, through God, he says, the uh, Lord spoke to Jehoshaphat, and he says, the battle is not yours, it's mine. How many of you see things that come into your life, you got just some hard things coming at you, and you don't know what way to turn? Jesus is the answer. He said, I am the way the truth, and the life. Isn't that exciting? I mean, can't you imagine if we came to the realization of who Jesus is in us and we began to praise him, and that's exactly what Jehoshaphat did. He got his army ready, and you know what they started doing? Singing. Worshiping the Lord. And you know what was really cool? The enemy literally destroyed itself. They didn't even have to go into battle. They destroyed themselves. It said what happened, all, there was like three or four different countries that was coming against Judah. And um, each of the countries started battling each other and killing each other. And finally they got down to this one country and they killed each other in their own country. 
And they went down there. Now listen to this. This is the cool part. He said that it took him three days to go ahead and carry off all of the jewels and gold and silver and stuff that was left from those armies destroying themselves. So Jehoshaphat was looking at an army that was bigger than them, probably could have whipped them, except he had a God that he believed in. Now, there's some things that come at us, and one, the biggest thing is, is fear. Um, you know, there's um, Psalms 91, verses 1 and 2, and it says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my strength. My fortress, my God, in him will I trust. So that, you know, like, we got to come to the place where we believe that. The enemy, the enemy wants us to come to the place where we fear. Do you know where the, the biggest part of our bodies that he attacks most? Come on, anybody? Up there. Our mind. The, and, but the word says, let this mind be in you. How do you do that? You have to have discipline to get in the word of God and find out who you are in Christ, what God says about you. You're like, be confident in scripture. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father but by me. You know, we come into that place where we begin to believe what the word of God says. Our struggle today is not necessarily that God's not alive. It's us believing that he is. You know, like it's, it's um, do we really take the word of God and apply it to who we are? Walking out who Jesus is in our life. Um, I can tell you, there's, there's been times, especially maybe even this last couple of weeks, where um, the Lord has told me to do something and, I'm going, hmm, I wonder. But, you know, he's been dealing with me. He says, be quick. When I speak to you, be quick and do it. Spontaneity. Or what was it called? (laughs) Come on. You say it. (laughs) See, I'm always in trouble. I got a bunch of army out here, though, that will help me. But it's, it's being um, quick. Is that better? <laughs> quick to respond to the Holy Spirit when he tells you to do something. When, um, okay, I, I'll probably not. I have to write that one down because I won't remember that. Um, you, know what, you know what's really cool? No, you know, but see, I'm going to share something with you. See, like, uh, God ministered to this gentleman and I know that he loves Jesus, and he's full of the word. And he can pull it up in a heartbeat. Me, I've got to keep on remembering it. There's sometimes I can remember where to find it, but I don't remember it you know, up there all the, t- all the time. And then uh, I, know I got a wife back there. I call her my concordance. Whenever I can't find a verse, Wandy, where is this verse at? And she can tell me. But, but see, like, I'm, I'm telling you, this is what the body of Christ is really about, isn't it? 
you know, I don't have to have all the answers. I've got a super guide. He does. Then he surrounded me with people who love him and care for him. And then they want to see God do his part here in Living Waters Community Church, but not only here. I'm saying it because this is where we're, we're fellowshipping this morning, but yet. Um, can I, what's your first name? Rachel. Rachel. See, like, he's looking at a Rachel and he's saying, Rachel, do you know that God has a plan for your life? And that you're here, and it's not by mistake, but that God wants you to know that he's got, he does really have a plan for you. It's not for evil or destruction, but to give you a future and a hope. Do you remember that verse? It's Jeremiah 29, 11. Do you know that, Mom? A little bit? I'm sorry. I don't remember a lot of things anymore. Thank you. That one's easy because I quoted a lot. I'm saying thank you because that, you know, I understand. I understand. I'm there. You know, I have to remind myself every day. I can't, I can't go all day long without getting in the Word. I, I just can't because I'll forget it. Say that again. Trust the Lord with all your might, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Very good. I, I'm here because that it, I want us to be prepared for the battle. Do you know that when God speaks to us, when he gives us a vision, he says, without a vision of people perish. But when, the, when, when God gives us a, a vision, a, a, a purpose, a plan, you know that we're going to have the enemy come against us, right? You know what some of the weapons are? Divide and conquer. And we have to have a plan. We have to have a purpose so that we can set aside our differences and come to the place where we realize that God has a plan. Knowing that we are not standing alone regardless of our differences. If you, the foundation is, do you believe in Jesus Christ? Is he Lord of your life? Is he Savior do you count on him? That's where we come. The other things, and there's tons of them that we can disagree on. Tons of them. But we've got to set those aside and come to that place where we believe that God is going to do over and above what we ask or think. And he's going to accomplish the plans of God, not only in our lives, but what he wants to do here. Um, you know, um, there's sometimes, I, I think we talked to the older folks here that in the beginning, it, you know, it looked like you know, things were, were going to get really desperate, weren't they? But God turns it right around. And you know why? Because they prayed. They believed God could do more. Now we're looking at you and we're saying, are your circumstances, are the things that you're coming into going to be stronger or more powerful than who Jesus is in you. Form a battle plan. Know that we have an enemy. 
know how to defeat him. Lord Jesus, come. This is where I find my strength. It's not in going ahead and preaching to you. And it's not necessarily preaching to myself. It's surrendering to who I am in Christ. Because he's the strength of my life. I, I stand here. I, I'm ministering to you the word. But I, honestly, I spent I spend all week about this sermon. Coming to the point where I know that God is getting ready to do some awesome things in your lives. Right? Um, I'm just, you know, like you guys are really standing. I'm glad you came this morning because I really believe that God wants to encourage you. I know there's, I don't know you. I, I don't think I've met you, have I? No? We came here once, my Aunt Linda passed away. Okay. But I really don't know your circumstances. But I, I, I feel like, you know, you're facing some circumstances. And God wants you to know he's bigger. Isn't that cool? God's bigger than those circumstances. And it, it's not going to come because that I said so. It's going to come because God is speaking to you right now that he wants to go ahead and intervene in your life and show you how awesome he is. I believe that that's where he is right now in Jesus' name. And for you, strength in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So we come to the point where you have to make the decision. Am I going to prepare myself for battle? One, get on your knees and pray. Second, find out who you are in Christ. Get in the word. Make it a daily thing that you do. God is, God, this is the foundation here. This was, this is God's word. Those are my words. They're okay. <laughs> but this is the important word. And God is looking for us to find out who we are in Christ. If you're here this morning, two things. One is if you're doubting who you are in Christ, if you don't believe that you're going to go to heaven, God wants to destroy that. You're so awesome. Thank you. Thank God. God wants to assure you. And if you don't know for sure, then I'd, we'd like to share with you. Lead you to the place where you know who God is in you and bring you to that place of salvation. Secondly, if there is something you're really struggling with, really struggling with, and you need us to surround you in prayer, that we want you to come forward this morning. Now, there's a song that I, um, I love. I even printed it out. You can play it if you like. Have you ever heard this? It's called The Mighty Fortress is Our God. Have you ever heard that one before? You know, um, I like it because that I feel like this is God's sort of word to us. A mighty fortress is our God. A bulwark. You know what a bulwark is? I didn't know until I studied it. I mean, until I looked it up. It's a wall. A mighty fortress is our God, a bulwark, a wall that surrounds us. Isn't that cool? Isn't that excited?
Woo! God's surrounding us. He's building a wall so the enemy can't come in and destroy us. God wants us to know that he is our defender. There's nothing that can topple him. Let's play the song. We're going to listen to it. Now, see, part of worship is not always singing. It's sometimes just sitting back and listening to these words and let it be implanted in who, who you are. We have a mighty God. I'm going to ask you, um, if you want some prayer, if you'd like to just reaffirm who you are in Christ, come now. I'd like to pray with you. Or that if there is something that's, that's really coming at you and you'd just like to have some prayer, then um, we all would love to surround you and pray for you. Uh, because that I, I know that we all have that part in us that believes in Christ. Um, I get so excited sometimes when I think about what God is getting ready to do. Yep. Oh, yes. Isn't it exciting? Isn't it exciting? Oh, woo! God's so good. Amen. You know, it's nice sometimes to get quiet before him so that he can speak, so that he can direct and guide. Um, i got to tell you, Sky, you've been on my heart all week. I've been praying for you. And, like, I, I, re- I know you are his wife, and uh, God is uh, doing some awesome things in you. Um, I just want you to know that God is with you and not against you. Isn't that cool? I like that, don't you? <laughs> instructions from the general. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for you, Sky. See, like, isn't it nice to have a, a battle warrior on your side? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, Sky. It's awesome. Really glad to have you here. Love kids. You too. <laughs> I love it. You know that um, God loves children. His word said, Suffer the little children to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? God loves you and you and you, and you, and you. And then there's one hiding down over here. She's drawing. Loves even Grace. And we got two way back there. See, they're hiding now, so I can't point them out. Go ahead and stand up. Can you stand up? Have them stand up. Good to have you here. That's okay. We love having you here anyway. It's awesome. It's awesome. You don't mind if I pick on kids, do you? Just a little bit. You know, I just love kids. 
You know, like I, I see in them such, I mean, when you look at them, they trust mom and dad to take care of them. So there is no fear in their life for the most part. Unless you get a little older and they might be afraid of their friends, but they're not afraid of mom and dad. And at home, we got to reel them in a little bit. And you want to know something? God is like that. We are his children. Isn't that cool? Yeah. yeah. I got to warn you, if you have Victor and uh, Suzanne over to play golf, Suzanne's going to win. So, <laughs> all right. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Wow. I'm not going to pick any today, Cynthia. Just today. That's true, I am. That's why I'm standing up here and I'm going to say, you're welcome to go anytime. And then I'm going to wait up here until, no, I'm teasing. Want to, want to surround you. Amen. Nobody who need any prayer. Yeah, uh, Arlie. They're really glad to see you, though, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's two years old. No, no. <laughs> Sounds like my granddaughter. <laughs> how awesome it is like I know you must really love being around your grandkids right really but I'm, I'm just sharing with you the, the joy that you have over your children or grandchildren is just as much joy that God has over you isn't that cool isn't that cool Sue? Uh, maybe after a few, few 
Exact. Amen. He does. Can I share? That, that is really part of the battle plan is knowing that God loves you. I mean, he's, he's a father over you. He loves you, wants to meet your needs, wants to meet every part of your life. Um, how many of you know that uh, Matthew 6, 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things shall be added unto you. It's like, you know, coming to that place where I believe what the word says and then we walk it out. We begin to walk it out. It takes practice, believe me. You know, um, it doesn't matter how old you are in Christ. We are constantly learning more about God's plans and purposes for us. Anyone else got anything else to share? Let's pray. Whoops, Sarah. Okay, all right. So um, as I close, I'm going to pray for Doug and Evelyn. All right, we want to surround them. So Father, in Jesus' name, do you have something? I always have something. <laughs> <laughs> so Father, we just come before you. Lord, we're so thankful for your word. Father, and I'm asking, Lord, that um, each heart would just receive what you have for them today. Father, we want to lift up uh, Doug and, Lord, ask for his protection as he's traveling to China. Father, just have your way and watch over him. Father, we also want to lift up Evelyn to you. Father, that you just uh, surround her, touch her body, give her strength, Lord Jesus. Uh, Lord, we thank you for what you're doing in her. And, Father, we want you to watch over Linda and Shelby as they're planning to go to Florida. And we want to give you praise and honor for them. In Jesus' name, amen. You know that there is a penalty for leaving. You got to take me with you. <laughs> Just kidding. God bless all of you. Isn't that fun? I got to... I think they're giving me a hard time, don't you? <laughs> Amen. Well, bless you. Um, if you sat here, you got to go ahead and share with me. You know, what's happening? What's happening with you? <laughs> really glad to have you here this morning. God bless you. Good to have you, too. Amen. We're done. We're done. <laughs>